Hey everyone, this is Craig Horlbeck from the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. Join me, Danny Heifetz, and Danny Kelly every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to help you win your draft, win your league, and most importantly, avoid that last place punishment. Follow the Ringer Fantasy Football Show on Spotify. It's the Ringer's Philly Special presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up. And with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome to the Ringers. Philly special. Sheil Kapati here. This is not the big film review that we do with Sean. That's coming tomorrow. Don't worry. We will get to that. But the Eagles signed former Colts linebacker Shaq Leonard. And so I spent part of my morning watching some Shaq Leonard film, getting my notes together. And I thought, you know what? Let's let's throw a little mini pod out there. Uh, So I want to share my takeaways with you. A little mini episode to hold you over until tomorrow when Sean and I will talk 49ers Eagles film. And of course, look ahead to the big matchup Sunday night in Dallas. All right. So for now, Shaq Leonard, let's answer five questions about this move. Number one, let's just zoom out. Big picture. Was this a good move by the Eagles? Would I have made this move? Should they have made this move? The answer to that is yes. Linebacker is a problem for this team. We all can see that. N'Kobe Dean, Zach Cunningham, both injured. The Eagles started Nicholas Morrow and Christian Ellis against the 49ers. That did not go well. It's a glaring weakness on the roster. We all see it. They see it. Everyone sees it. Teams are going to attack it. Now, not all of them are going to attack it as well as the 49ers did because they don't have the same scheme, the same coaching staff, the same personnel. At the same time, if you're game planning for the Eagles on a Monday or Tuesday, yes, you are circling those guys in coverage. You are looking at the middle of the field. You are looking to attack with your tight ends, 
with your running backs within breaking stop. Uh, and so we all saw that. So you take a flyer on Shaq Leonard. Uh, I view pretty much every move on a risk reward scale. Like what's the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? What did you give up? What are you costing yourself if it doesn't work out? All those things. And so that to me is the key here because there's no real risk. The Eagles did not trade for Shaq Leonard. They're not paying him a lot of money. If he's, you know, on the roster for the next two weeks and he plays and he doesn't have it and it's not working, you can release it, release him. Uh, it doesn't matter. You really didn't lose anything. So this is as low risk a move really as you can have. Uh, in terms of reward, I think this is where it's important to kind of set some of the expectations. This isn't about Leonard performing like the all pro we saw in his first four years in the NFL when he was amazing, legitimately one of the, the top two or three linebackers in the entire league. This is about him being playable and competent and like better than the guys you have on the roster. Uh, that's it. If, if he can do that, it's a win. If he's an upgrade over a Nicholas Morrow uh, or a Christian Ellis and you put him out there and he's more reliable and he's where he's supposed to be and he's making the plays available to him, uh, that's a win in, in this case. It doesn't mean you solved your linebacker problem. It doesn't mean teams aren't going to attack the middle of the field. It doesn't mean any of those things, but it means you're better than you were before you had him on the roster. So uh, you have to consider where we are in the season. This isn't like Howie Roseman can call teams and try to uh, make a trade right now there are literally no other avenues to try to upgrade the linebacker position uh so you make this move you know you make this move every time you hope it works out and again if you don't if it doesn't work out you didn't really lose anything so yes i would be I, i'm in favor of the eagles making this move and adding Shaq leonard all right question number two i think i said i'm gonna do five questions you know what i counted them up i only did four so what do you want from me we'll do four questions all right Question number two, why was Shaq Leonard available? This is always like the biggest question to ask. Whenever there's a guy available, whenever there's somebody falling in the draft, whenever there's somebody made available via, via trade, you always want to look at it from the other team's perspective and say, wait a minute, what might they know that your team doesn't know? So here's some background on why Shaq Leonard is available. He underwent two back surgeries in five months last year. Two back surgeries in five months. He played in three games in 2022. Uh, you know, just reading up uh, on all the stories out of Indy. I mean, he put in a lot of work just to get back on the field this season, and he played in nine games. So, uh, you know, you have to admire that about the guy. Like, these were legit injuries. Um, I don't, like, I don't want to say potentially career ending, but certainly career affecting injuries for Shaq Leonard. Now he gets back on the field, he plays, but in terms of role and in terms of playing time, there's this clear disconnect between who Shaq Leonard thinks he is and who the Colts coaching staff thinks he is, what they see on film. Uh, this is from James Boyd of the athletic, you know, he, he reported that Leonard would have these weekly conversations with the coaching staff, with defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley about playing time. And remember, this was a really sensitive situation. I mean, Leonard is a guy who signed a five year, $98.5 million deal before the 2021 season. Like it wasn't 
that long ago. I mean, he was someone, if he stayed healthy, we're talking about a Hall of Fame trajectory. One of the best players in franchise history, one of the best linebackers of this era, one of the best players flat out in the entire NFL. Like That's the path this guy was on for all pros to start his career from 2018 to 2021. But then the injuries happened. And it sucks. It sucks to talk about because, again, he, he was on this path uh, to be a Hall of Famer, but the injuries happen. And so the Colts coaches are in this sensitive situation where they want to praise Leonard for his work ethic and his past performance and everything he's meant uh, to the organization and how he helped set, set the culture and his leadership and all those things. At the same time, their job is to put the best players on the field to help the team win games. I mean, the Colts are a competitive team this year under Shane Steichen. They are in the playoff hunt in the AFC, and so they're looking at the film, and they're assessing it, and they're coming to the conclusion that Shaq Leonard is not one of their best players. And so they keep telling him, you know what? Yeah, you're going to have a role. You're going to play, but you're not going to be a full-time player for this defense. They keep telling him, you know, to work hard and, hey, we'll revisit this down the road. We'll revisit it in November. And so they have this game uh, against the Patriots. I think it was week 10 in Germany. Uh, you know, there's a play in that game. He, he's he's chasing a screen uh, to Zeke Elliott. He whiffs. Zeke Elliott, I think, gets like a 19-yard gain on the play. They get back from Germany uh, and they meet again. And Gus Bradley tells Leonard he's going to be inactive going forward. And I don't know if it was for the rest of the season, for the next stretch, for the next game, whatever. But again, this is from The Athletic uh, and James Boyd. And so Leonard obviously is not happy about that. They have a conversation and the Colts decide, you know what, we'll just go ahead um, and we'll re- release you. So keep in mind that the Colts are not a great defense and that Leonard was beloved in the locker room and by the fan base. Uh, it was really in their best interest to make this work but they decided, you know what, uh, it's not happening. We don't think he gives us a, the best chance to win by putting him on the field. He obviously thinks he should be a full-time player. This is not going to get resolved. We don't think the old Shaq Leonard is coming back. We will go ahead and we will release him. So that's why Shaq Leonard was available for the Eagles. And obviously the Cowboys showed interest uh, as well. But always important to understand why a guy is available and acknowledge that, you know what, the other team that is around him, that drafted him, that went through all the medical stuff with him, they're going to have more information than you do. So that helps set the expectation a little better. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, We'll come back. A couple other things. I want to tell you what I saw on film and maybe how I think this is going to play out. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, 
all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, we are back on the Ringers. Philly special, Sheila Kabadi here, talking about the addition of Shaq Leonard by the Eagles this week. They signed the former all-pro linebacker from the Indianapolis Colts. So question number three. What did the film show? Spent part of my morning watching Leonard. You know, I didn't want to get into that Eagles 49ers film quite yet. So I said, let's get to the Leonard stuff. This is going to be a hot topic this week. Uh, and then we'll get back to the Eagles 49ers film this afternoon. So first thing that stood out, Shaq Leonard came off the field on third down. He he was not part of their sub package when, when the opponent was an obvious passing situation. So if you're looking at that Niners game and saying, man, you know, Kyle Shanahan had a field day with Nicholas Morrow, with Christian Ellis, just kind of really exposing them in terms of pass coverage. And you think Shaq Leonard's going to come in and he's going to solve that where if he was on the field in that game, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, I would caution against that. He played 21 snaps on third down all season long, and most of those came in short yardage situations. Like if it was third and one, third and two, uh, you know, they would stay in base and he would stay on the field. If it was a passing situation, third and long, he was coming off the field. And so you have to just go by what the coaches are telling you with their actions. And they clearly thought he was a liability against the pass. Uh, looking at some of the numbers, I mean, listen, the numbers would kind of back that up. Not not maybe in terms of him being a liability, but he played 204 snaps of pass coverage this year, and he did not touch a football in the air. No pass breakups, no interceptions. Now, maybe this is a reverse Kapadia curse like I did with Kevin Byard. I gave you the, the pretty much the same numbers on Kevin Byard, and then he comes through with the huge interception uh, a couple weeks ago against the Kansas City Chiefs. So maybe, you know, you can thank me. If Dar if Shaq Leonard's on the field uh, on Sunday against the Cowboys and he has a red zone interception, uh, please tweet at me, email me, uh, thread me, blue sky me, whatever, and tell me, you know, hey, uh, the Kapadia curse remains undefeated. But uh, I'm just telling you the numbers. He's played 204 snaps of pass coverage and he has not touched a football so far this year. So that's in, in terms of pass coverage. Uh, Colts are a very zone-heavy team. I think Leonard only played eight or nine snaps of man coverage all season long. So uh, again, you know, the best version of this is he's dropping into zone. He's smart. He can identify. He's long. Uh, he improves physically, all those things. And you get a better player than we've seen so far this season um, in terms of just matching up with a running back or a tight end and, you know, running on a wheel route or sticking with them in man coverage. We just haven't seen examples of that this year from Shaq Leonard. Against the run, I thought he was fine. You know, I think he's a smart player. I think if there's a play to be made, he will make it. Nothing spectacular, but fine. Not a disruptor, not a playmaker, just, you know, two tackles for loss this entire season for a point of reference. I think Nicholas Morrow has nine tackles for loss this season. Now, Leonard did say uh, in an interview, I think this was also in The Athletic, that the scheme with Gus Bradley limited him from playing freely and making plays. 
I don't know. We'll see. You know, I don't know if that's true uh, or if that's not true. Uh, if that ends up being the case, then great for the Eagles. Uh, I'm not convinced that that is the case. So my big takeaway from watching Leonard's film this year is that he's not the he's nowhere close to the playmaker he was in his prime. I mean, that was really his defining characteristic from 2018 to 2021. Like you could not watch a Colts game and not see one or two impact plays from Shaq Leonard. He was making them at just an alarming rate, like like better than any linebacker in the entire NFL. Those seasons, 2018 to 2021, Leonard had 17 forced fumbles, 30 passes defended, 11 interceptions. I mean, he was a player, again, anytime you watched a Colts game, it didn't have to be on film. You're just watching them uh, on your couch on Sunday or when they're in primetime. He's always doing something this year and last year, last 12 games, he's played zero forced fumbles, one interception, one pass defended in his last 12 games, and two tackles for loss. So uh, obviously, physically, in terms of explosiveness, um, playmaking ability, just has not been the same guy since suffering those injuries. Again, I hope he gets healthy. I hope he ends up being that guy because this was legitimately one of the most fun defensive players in the NFL to watch when he was healthy, when he was in his prime. So we'll see what that looks like. All right, let's finish with this. Question number four, how will this play out? Okay, so best case scenario for the Eagles is that Shaq Leonard gets healthier. He has a chip on his shoulder. And you find something, and it's sort of one of those stories where, hey, you had this guy who you thought wasn't, you know, you had no idea what's going to be on your roster. And now all of a sudden, uh, he's a key player during a Super Bowl run. I mean, I don't think that's the most likely scenario, but that's the best case scenario is that he's a high energy guy. Uh, you know, he's a leader. Teammates love him. I, I remember I went to Indy for my training camp tour a couple summers ago, and he really was a tone setter in practice. I mean, he he's talking, he's chirping, he's playing hard, he's invested, he's dapping up teammates. Uh, you know, I, I think he's somebody that coaches uh, really loved at that time, like really a culture setter. For the Colts during that time. So there are a lot of intangibles there to like. I don't know if it'll happen uh, because of where he's at physically, but that's the best case. You know, that's the best case scenario is that he kind of gives you this upgrade at linebacker and ends up being uh, a key player for your defense down the stretch. Again, I don't think it's the most likely scenario. And it sucks because, I mean, there's like there's nothing he could do about it. He's put in all kinds of work to get healthy. He just hasn't looked like the same guy physically and you just zoom out and I have to think that if the Colts thought there was even like a a 10% chance that Shaq Leonard would get back to being the guy we saw his first four seasons in the NFL they probably would have held on to him because that's such a high ceiling player uh, and such a key player for your defense that you can really kind of build around as a foundational piece they obviously didn't see it that way so looking at his role with the Eagles and how they might use him I'm curious to see if he's even going to be a full-time player. Like, I'm not convinced that he is. The Eagles coaches and organization might view it the same way the Colts did, that Leonard is a rotational player right now. He comes off the field on third down. Now, 
maybe they see it differently and they say, all right, given what our other options are, um, we're just going to stick him out there and we play a lot of zone anyway. And he's going to have his eyes on the quarterback and he's going to be where he's supposed to be. uh, And he is going to play on third down. So that remains to be seen. Um, My concern is that you're adding a physically limited player, this version of Leonard at least, to an already slow defense. I mean, that really stood out against the 49ers. You just couldn't, you know, there, we, we watch these games where the opponents can't match what the Eagles have up front, whether it's on offense or defense, and the Eagles just dominate these games. I mean, that 49ers game was kind of the opposite. You couldn't match their athleticism with their skilled players versus your back seven players on defense. And so that, to me, uh, certainly is a bit of a concern if, if Leonard doesn't make strides physically. So uh, again, overall, I think it's a fine move to make. I would just temper expectations and hope for the best if you're an Eagles fan. You never know. Um, At the very least, seems like a guy who's beloved by teammates, has the right intangibles. So if there's something there, I think he'll find it. If he's able to, you know, make any strides physically, that's obviously the hope. If he's able to get healthier, recover from those back surgeries um, and and be, you know, not, not quite the same player he was earlier in his career, but better than the player we've seen so far this season. Obviously, Nick Sirianni knows him from their time in Indy. Uh, other members of the Eagle staff, they know Leonard from their time in Indy. So in terms of fit, uh, locker room, culture, all that stuff, I don't think that's going to be an issue. All right, there you go. Now I'm on to the Eagles 49ers film. This should be fun. Uh, Sean and I will break down what went wrong and, of course, look ahead to the big matchup Sunday night in Dallas. So look for that next episode in your feed. Wednesday evening. As always, thank you for listening. Thanks to Cliff Augustine for producing. I'll talk to you soon on the Ringers Philly Special. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.